Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On Rodrigo Blankenship is is done. Frank Reich and Chris Ballard they met last night at five forty five, according to Frank Reich, and they made their decision about Rodrigo Blankenship. The Ryan's have got to improve. Ryan Kelly and Matt Ryan have got to get together on a center quarterback exchange. As simplistic as that sounds, fifth graders work on this. Three snaps were botched. One from the shotgun between Ryan Kelly and Matt Ryan. And that crap has got to stop immediately. The Colts had an opportunity at a wide receiver in the fifth round that they didn't take. And it may come back to bite them in the ass. The Colts are four-point favorites for Sunday. The last time the Colts beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville, I think you can guess the year. It's been a while. Not quite as long since they won a season opener, but almost. Cubs, they got the win last night. Indiana, we got an interesting situation with Indiana football in that game against Western Kentucky coming up this Saturday at noon. Really interesting for uh, those who enjoy a little sports wagering. A really, really interesting uh, situation exists in that game. It's early in the season, so... You might want to take this situation with a uh, kind of a pinch of salt, a little dash of salt, perhaps. But it's worth looking at. And I told you that Seattle was going to win the money line bet last night. This is Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, September thirteenth, uh, two thousand twenty-two. Brought to you by the great people at BUSR. You deposit up to a thousand bucks; they're going to match it in free play on your first deposit, and if you deposit 100 or more, they're going to give you $25 in casino chips. How about that? BUSR, the link is at the bottom of this video. BUSR.ag is the website. All right, smash that subscribe button. The like buttons have been going crazy. We had over 500 likes. We've had over 300 multiple videos in a row. I think four videos in a row. That's tremendous. Thank you very much for that. If you want to donate, Donate, ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Let's talk about sports. 
shall we? All right. Colts and the Jags coming up this Sunday. And both teams are in a state of a bit of panic as neither team has won. Both are winless. And they need to start stacking wins if they want to be taken seriously in the AFC South, despite the fact that no team has won a game in the AFC South yet. Zero, right? The AFC South right now now is zero, two, and two. That ain't so good. This division is exactly as advertised. Not very good. Uh, Confidence in Rodrigo Blankenship. Frank Reich was asked about that yesterday. Do you still have unwavering confidence in Blankenship? He said, listen, everything wavers. Wow. If you're Rodrigo Blankenship, are you packing a bag when you hear your coach say that? That is not a ringing endorsement. Here, here's the thing, and Rick Venturi said this yesterday on the radio, on that little Colts Roundup show that Matt Taylor and Joe Wrights and, and uh, Rick put together. He said he talked to a, a special teams coach of great repute uh, uh, within the last week and asked about kicking. And the coach said, here's how you evaluate a kicker. Are you surprised when he makes it or misses it from the 40? So a 50-yard kick. Are you surprised when he makes it or misses it? And and I thought immediately of three-point shooters. Like there's some three-point shooters where the ball goes through the net, and you're like, well, of course it did. That's what it does when this guy shoots it. And then there are three-point shooters where you see the ball go through the net, and you're like, oh, my God, he made one. You know, and the the, the make percentages for those two guys might be just separated by what you would think to be a little bit, maybe 46%. 38%, right? 46%. A guy hits at that level. You're like, well, yeah, he made it. That's what he does. 38, you're kind of like, wow, he made it. Or, yeah, of course he missed it. That's the way you evaluate kickers. When Rodrigo Blankenship went out on the field in overtime and was going to try to kick that 42-yard field goal, how did you feel about it in your gut? Because your gut is every bit as educated as Frank Reich's or Chris Ballard's or Bubba Ventron's or anybody else's. Did your gut feel good about that kick from Rodrigo Blankenship when he teed it up from 42? It did not. I promise you it didn't, right? And 90% of you, it didn't. Unless you're Rodrigo's family, it didn't feel good. And you were right. And that's how you evaluate a kicker. Uh, according to to Rick, and Rick knows more about football than anybody I know. So, uh, Rodrigo, I got to believe they're going to bring in guys today and have them kick against Rodrigo. But here's the thing with firing Rodrigo is you better replace him with somebody better. Because if you go into Sunday's game and some chump you bring in off the street goes over 3 kicking field goals or misses an extra point and you lose 23-22, woof. Then the heat isn't on Rodrigo, then it's on Chris. And Chris doesn't want more heat. And Frank doesn't want more heat. The heat is building. It's like a pressure cooker. It's like crock pot. All right. The the Colts crock pot is the temperature keeps going up and up and up and up and up and up and up. And and uh the pot roast sitting in that crock pot is saying, okay, you know what? This, I, I'm, I'm starting to become overcooked. This is no fun at all. Please remove the lid from this, uh, from this crock pot. That's the way it feels over at the Colts headquarters. And you know what? 
It's September 13th. We're one game in. What if? Like, there are a lot of what ifs, man. But if the Colts can't get this thing done against the Jaguars on Sunday, and they haven't got, they haven't won an opener in Jacksonville since 2014, you know who the leading rushers for the Colts were? And the last time the Colts won in Jacksonville, Ahmad Bradshaw and Trent Richardson. <laughs> what? That is dialing back the clock just a little bit. They have got to get this win again. They are uh, their four-point favorites in this game. Uh, same plan this week for Shaq Leonard. He's going to practice throughout the week. Frank Wright said he's going to have to make some substantial uh, steps from where he was last week, this week, in order to get on the field on Sunday. That sounds like it would be a surprise to Frank Reich if, if he were able to do that. Said he hadn't talked to Shaquille Leonard uh, about his progress over the weekend, how much better he feels this week. At some point, the switch is going to flip and he's going to feel like a football player again. That hasn't happened yet. Practice tomorrow, Thursday, Friday. We'll hear Friday whether Shaq's going to play. Um, I'm not going to talk about pro football focus grades this week. The sample is too small, and, and the grades, frankly, were just awful. It, it's kind of like that test in high school where everybody flunks, and you're like, when did you get 46? Holy crap, I got a 48. Wait, anybody pass this thing? Not a lot of passing grades. Uh, Quentin Nelson, Mike Strawn, Quiddy Pay, EJ Speed, good, the rest, yikes. And, and to uh, Pro Football Focus's uh, credit, you would have guessed those four guys uh, tested pretty well on Sunday. The rest, not so much. Drops, a problem for the Colts. Three drops on Sunday, one each for Pierce, Doolin, and, and uh, Granson. Can't have the drops. And you can't have the bad uh, transactions between Ryan Kelly and Matt Ryan. You can't. You, you've got guys who have played in the Pro Bowl at both positions. You ought to be able to snap the damn ball and get it in the quarterback's hands, and the quarterback ought to be able to take it cleanly from the center and have that exchange work correctly, because if it doesn't, nothing works. That, that's got to be cleaned up. If it happens once, it happens once, but three of them, two of them direct snaps. You can't have that. It's ridiculous. Take a deep breath. Do the little things correctly, and then you have a chance to do the big things correctly. If you don't do the little things correctly, you got no chance to win games. And and the Colts didn't get it done. Down 20 to 3 to the worst team in the NFL, even in the opener. That's that's substantially disappointing. Sky Moore, a lot of people have said that the Colts should have taken Sky Moore over Alec Pierce. I'm not one of them. I wasn't sold on Sky Moore. For the Kansas City Chiefs, he had one catch 30 yards on Sunday. Now, they passed on a fifth rounder, Kyle Phillips out of UCLA. They could have taken Kyle Phillips instead of Eric Johnson, who's kind of a, a down-the-draft defensive tackle. Eric Johnson might wind up being a decent contributor this season, but Kyle Phillips contributed mightily in a losing effort for Tennessee on Sunday. Again, taken in the fifth round, Kyle Phillips sixth catches, and 66 yards on nine targets. The Colts and the Jags, panic mode, like I said, both teams winless. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was not great against the Commanders. He was 24-42 for 275, 
a touchdown and an interception with a QBR of 48.4. And uh, you know what? You got to get pressure to him early or I think all is lost and the drops need to stop. Like I said, last win at Jacksonville was September 21st, 2014. The Colts won 44-17. Andrew Luck was 31-39 of for 370 with four touchdowns and uh, no interceptions. Of course, you know, Nobody, it, 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 nobody's on either roster that was on the roster back in 2014. So who did what is really kind of beyond the point, uh, beside the point. Indiana, a six-and-a-half-point favorite against Western Kentucky this Saturday. That game at Memorial Stadium, noon. Weather looks to be like it's going to be okay, but we don't know at this point. It's Tuesday. Um the ESPN matchup predictor has Western Kentucky a 54.8% favorite to win outright. The betting line, minus 6.5. Hoosiers, minus 6.5. There is a statistical wobble between those two that could wind up being significant. We'll see how the week plays out. I would assume that that number is going to drop. I think that that Colts number, minus 4, at Jacksonville is also going to drop a little bit. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but IU, minus six and a half. I, I, I can't bet against IU. I won't. So even a couple of years ago, when I knew Michael Penix wasn't going to play, and, and the line hadn't adjusted to Michael Penix not playing, and it then it did, I didn't even bet then against Indiana. And I should have. Uh... You know, it's money, but I can't. I can't do that. I can't root against and for Indiana at the same time, and I won't. It's no fun. Uh, Seattle won last night at Denver. Told you to take the money line. Seattle, the money line. Did you? I hope you did. Uh, Cubs beat the Mets last night 5-2. to The Sox didn't play. They're three back of the Guardians in the American League Central, and they got to get to chopping wood, to put it in Chuck Pagano's parlance, immediately. And I told you, or Ivan Elidal did, about the Bears against the 49ers. I, I thought that given the condition of the field, given Matt Eberflus and his ability last year to stop the 49ers in San Francisco, I thought it was a good matchup for the Bears in, in a season opener at Soldier Field. Uh, I thought that the Bears were going to do good work, and they did. Sometimes you wind up feeling smart on a Sunday and then a Monday and now a Tuesday. When you win, you feel smart like throughout the whole week, right? When you lose, you feel stupid for about an hour. And then you get over it and you move on and you find a reason to feel smart again, at least if you're like me. Let's celebrate some birthdays. One guy who was not on the field for the Colts the last time they won at Jacksonville, Charles Arbuckle. That's going back with the Colts. Charles Arbuckle celebrating a birthday today. We like Charles Arbuckle a lot. Uh, former co-worker, WIBC here in Indianapolis. Fred O. Rogers celebrating a birthday today. The great Greg Sheen celebrating a birthday. Really helped build the NCAA tournament into what it is today. Uh, Brian Peruk, happy birthday. And Patty Frazier Hook, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else had his best done with an honest and specific compliment. Just lift each other up. That's all you have to do. Be a part of making somebody's life 
a little bit better. All you got to do, we do enough to tear each other down. We're always, I'm right, you're wrong. Stop that. Nobody's right, nobody's wrong. It doesn't matter in the end. Take a deep breath, pay somebody a compliment, let's go. Let's be good people this week, can we? I think we can. Thanks for listening. Inside Indiana Sports now, coming at about 4 this afternoon. Can't wait to talk to you some more about what's going on with the Colts and whether Rodrigo Blankenship is going to have a job at the end of today. Brought to you by the great people at B. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.